position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, special friends. Welcome to episode number 35 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. This is being recorded on Saturday, 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 you'll pay for the whole seat. You'll only need the edge. Um, on 2015-06-27 at 3.38 p.m. Pacific time. Got a li- little bit of a late start here. Today's episode of the Best Linux Games Podcast is, of course, brought to you by the letters S and F. F, because without F, you'd only have Uck. And we'll get back to that in a moment. And S... Yes, is for sobriety, which is crazy because this is as, as sober I think I've ever been while recording this episode. Let us begin to resolve this problem. Cheers. Mm. And you yourself might be needing some whiskey for this episode. Mm. After the horrendous debacle. Oh, yeah, that was the other letter that uh, was sponsoring the show this week. That would be D. The letter D is in debacle, which rhymes with B. Which stands for Batman. Batman Arkham Knight, uh, failed on all fronts this week, uh, during their launch. Um, really devastatingly depressing to see, but there's a silver, even to that, there's a, a humongous silver lining to my mind. We'll talk more about that, uh, in a moment. 
Well, first, let's get, you know, let's just deal with the Batman and Linux aspect of the debacle. Um, Batman uh, Arkham Knight shipped on, well, you know, quote unquote shipped, uh, was released on, uh, like, I guess, midnight on the 23rd, uh, on the 22nd. So, you know, the 23rd of this week. Um, and uh, it did not ship with Linux support. Which was like a massive kick in the balls for me, uh, considering that I had pre-ordered it and everything. Um, and in the first line of their Steam page, uh, while that page was still extant, um, said, you know, we'll be shipping, uh, for Linux, uh, Steam OS, you know, Windows and iOS or whatever. What I didn't notice was that it, it, it added the caveat in the fall. And the, those of us who are, you know, up on dates, all children who are up on dates and floor you with them flat, um, uh, might notice that June 23rd is not in the fall. I did not notice that, but I don't remember if that was the actual verbiage of their original page, because that page went through several, um, <laughs> alterations over the past week before eventually being pulled completely, uh, as was the game from, from Steam. Um, following, uh, complaints from everyone under the sun for any, for, you know, Windows users complaining about performance issues, mm, terrible frame rates, compatibility issues with graphics cards, especially AMD, um, and a whole assortment of, uh, game-breaking bugs and problems and difficulties that one would not really associate with, um, a title like this. Now, here's why I was really excited about it about Batman Arkham Knight shipping with native Linux support from the get-go. Uh, to my mind, that would make it one of the first uh, premiere titles um, to be released on Steam that was not, you know, something from in-house from Valve and was also brand new that would ship with Linux support. I mean, The Witcher 2, and by native Linux support, I don't mean, like, necessarily native native Linux support. I don't care if there's a compatibility layer running underneath it. I don't care if it has Wine built in, like The Witcher 2. But that even The Witcher 2, uh, they released their Linux version of it, you know, like nine months or even longer after their original release of The Witcher for other um, operating systems. So for me, Batman Arkham Knight was a really big deal. It's going to be brand new. It's going to be an A-list, top budget, you know, top tier, top of the line title. Um, and it was going to launch with uh, Linux support, uh, which has not happened yet. Um, even Valve's catalog, um, they haven't really come out with a new, a big new game in a long time. And when, by the time they made the switch to Steam as, you know, their, their, uh, uh, uh Linux as their platform of choice for Steam, um, their catalog had gotten pretty old. Um, so none of, I don't count any of those games, you know, I don't count Counter-Strike, uh, or Counter-Strike uh, Go, or uh, Portal, or Portal 2, or Half-Life 2, or etc., 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 as being new games. Um, not even Team Fortress 2, really. Um, but anyway, so so they're exempt from this list. So Batman Arkham Knight was going to be a huge turning point, uh, to my mind, for Linux. Well, fortunately, that didn't happen. Now, that's the bad news about this debacle. Let's talk about the good news. And yes, as crazy as it may sound, there is... Good news about this. So, I, as I mentioned before, I was one of the uh, poor schmuckos who uh, pre-ordered the game. Um, 
which I think in, I can't even remember if there were any real material benefits to pre-ordering it, but it doesn't matter. Um, so I found out at like one o'clock in the morning that, uh, no, it doesn't run on my system. Uh, and yeah, I do have a Windows system, but we don't talk about Windows and I don't play Windows games. So, uh, I decided to test out Steam's refund policy and, uh, you know, asked for my money back. I got my money back within eight hours, um, which was pretty fucking crazy. Uh, they, and true to their word, and this is something I wanted to talk about when they instituted this new refund policy, because I think it's a, a humongous advantage to, uh, to Steam in terms of as they roll out, you know, Steam boxes and stuff like that and try to appeal to a wider market. Um, basically, you know, console gamers and stuff trying to move the, uh, trying to, you know, edge out the, uh, Xbox and, and, uh, well, not the Xbox One, because no one has an Xbox One, and the people who do don't even remember that they own an Xbox One. Mine is a giant paperweight. Um, or like, you know, PlayStation 4, other, you know, I guess those are the only two real consoles out anymore, but, um, the, th- the thing is, uh, this refund policy is a no questions asked, uh, two weeks within buying the game, or six hours of playtime, um, whichever comes first, if you decide for any reason that you want to return the game, um, any reason, no questions asked, they will give you your fucking money back. This is unprecedented and unprecedentedly awesome. Uh, and I, I hadn't really, I mean, it blew my mind when I, when I, I, I posted something to Best Linux Games, um, group on Steam. I posted a little rant about, about this announcement because it blew my mind. Cause, okay, think about this. Never before in the history of games have you been able to buy a game ever, buy a game for any platform, um, and then return it after opening it unless it was damaged or defective. I mean, defective, like the media itself is defective, like scratched CDs. Um, and even then, uh, over the last, I don't know, five years, uh, retail outlets have become increasingly aggressive and, uh, what's the right word? Um, reticent to provide you with your money back. Uh, rather they would prefer to either fix the game or provide you with a replacement copy, um, by virtue of the fact that they don't want people to, you know, open the game, pirate the game, rip the game, and then, you know, blah, return the game. Um, so what this has meant is that the entire equation for buying software has been uh and this has been you know true for all time has been pitted against uh has been weighted heavily against the consumer uh and their satisfaction with the game uh favoring instead the interests of the retailers the developers and the publishers and rightly so you know some would say you know blah well steam's new refund policy completely shifts this 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 equation there's no longer any burden of proof on um you the consumer to explain why you don't like the game or why you want your money back it's just you know two weeks or six hours of gameplay meaning that it's entirely possible for me as a reviewer to um you know and i i buy all the games that i review on this show um well most of them um sometimes i i happen Onto an, onto an odd Steam key here or there, and anytime that I review or talk about a game where I got a key for it from the developers, I, you know, I disclose that. Uh, otherwise, I'm right here in line, just like you guys, paying whatever price, you know, I quote, 
in the review or whatever for the game. Um, so what I'm trying to say here is it's entirely possible for me now as a reviewer to buy a game, play it for five hours and 30 minutes, and then just return it. Now, this is true for everybody, which is awesome because, and just follow my line of thinking here. If for any reason, by the way, if you've played a game for five hours and 30 minutes, chances are the game is good. And by the way, um, here's a tip for those of us who, you know, are either wannabe game journalists or et cetera, beat the game before you fucking review it. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, anytime that I, I haven't beaten a game and I do a review, I disclose that as well. But, um, uh, chances are if you've played a game for five hours and 30 minutes, uh, it's a good game. Chances are you like the game and chances are you have no interest in returning the game. Beyond that, if you can beat the game in under five hours and 30 minutes, this provides powerful incentive for developers to make games that are longer than five hours and 30 minutes before you beat them. Um, all of which is really cool and basically restructures, um, the relationship between, cause like you can't put out a shitty game anymore. Um, literally, I mean, cause I can return it for any reason through Steam. Now we'll see how software developers, you know, react to this, but Steam is becoming, there are like, I, Let's check right now. Let's look at the stats for right now. Uh, how do I find this? This is always fun to do, but I can never find it when I need it. Uh, let's see. View. Oh, God. I can't remember how to find the stats. God damn it. It's a cool thing if you haven't done it. Um, ah, here we go. It's under store. Uh, you go to store, and then at the very bottom of that little store drop down, it says stats. And you can tweak these stats to show all sorts of different things, but um, current players, there are over, right around a million people playing games on Steam right now. Uh, 442,000 playing Dota 2, 376,000 playing Counter-Strike Global Offensive, um, 66,000 playing Ark, uh, 58,000 playing, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a... This is not an insignificant market, and this is, you know, 4 p.m. on a Saturday on the Pacific Pacific Coast, so, you know, blah. And those are just the top 10, you know, games. So what I'm trying to say here is I don't think publishers are going to start backing out because they're, they're not losing anything from uh, publishing on Steam. They're exposing their games to a wider audience, um, and Steam has done their damnedest to provide developers with... Um, tools and et cetera to make it as easy as possible to publish across a whole broad range of platforms, um, you know, in one throw without having to change their games in any material way. So, and beyond that, there is no exchange of physical medium. Um, so there's no production costs, uh, related to releasing games on Steam and the piracy protection, uh, that's inherent to Steam via it being Steam and Steam being the portal through which you pay and also the, you know, the, the portal that authenticates the games, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that there's still every incentive for every company to release their games on Steam and to get out of whatever, you know, relationships they have in terms of exclusivity with the now dying um, Windows marketplace um, 
and that, and by that I mean in Toto. I don't just mean the Xbone and you know Xbox Arcade if they even have that anymore. Um, but you know the whole Windows experience. Uh, they no longer have any leverage over the company, over the game companies to hold them there. Anyway, so I don't think that this is going to be a, a, a deal-breaking thing for uh, f- for uh, publishers and developers. Um, I do think, however, it will hold them to a higher standard because they their revenues will decrease um on their steam sales if they make shitty games and that is pretty awesome i'm a big fan of good games that's what i've been doing that's why i've been doing this for you know 20 years 15 years as a professional games journalist and why i've been playing games since i was you know three years old um so and that's a number that is hovers somewhere near pi um but anyway, let's get on with the rest of the show. Uh, I, I know that was a little bit ranty, but it was very apropos, I think, with the Batman debacle. And, oh yeah, and then ultimately the fact that, uh, they pulled, that, that Warner Brothers pulled the Steam, pulled the, pulled the game from Steam, um, I think is a testament to the, the, the power of this, of the, of this, of this incentive, um, for players to be able to return the game and to be able to have a, a portal through which they can complain directly and they're, and are then able to vote with their dollars. Um, I think that is fucking awesome. I think that's incredible. And it's also fundamentally game changing. Nothing like this has ever been done in the world of video games. Um, <clears throat> and at least not on this scale. Um, and it, it's 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 an incredible incentive for me. If I didn't have a computer, you know, chances are, if you're listening to this, you do not need a Steam machine. You already have a Steam machine. It's your fucking computer. But if you were, you know, mom, pa, kettle, especially with the recently quoted prices for Steam machines, you know, like the Alienware one, I think is only like five hundred bucks. Um, that's cheaper than an Xbox One. Last time I checked, the last time I remembered, and uh, you get to return your games if you don't like them. That's fucking awesome. I mean, that's incredible. And it plugs right into your TV. So, you know, blah. And, and the Steam controller, this whole, this whole paradigm, this whole, um, shift that Steam is pushing for where everyone is playing through their TV. Cause I play through my TV. Principally, I play through my fucking humongous, um, TV that's in my living room. Uh, that's where my server is hooked up to. You know, that's where my, my Plex goes into my Roku, you know, blah, blah, blah. My Roku goes into my TV. Um, Blah, 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 blah. But that's where I, I game. I game on my, on my TV. Um, that's why I have my studio set up. If you want, uh, if anyone wants to see it, um, it, I'll totally post a picture of it. Um, or you can just jump on Twitter. There's pictures of it on there all the time. Um, I'm recording this staring at my humongous fucking big screen TV. Um, which is a very nice TV. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, like, you know, they're, they're trying to roll out, uh, true convergence between, uh, th- through their, their Steam controller, which allows you to simulate via a wireless controller that plugs into your fucking computer. That's awesome, by the way. Um, simulate and remap, uh, the controls for games that are principally only played with mice, um, to a, uh, a directional pad kind of looking thing, um, you know, blah, so you won't need a mouse anymore to play games on your couch which has been a big big thing next week what you'll next week we'll we'll run a 
I'm going to run a, a bunch of games that uh, – a huge feature of games that are basically twin-stick, controller-compatible games that you can play from your couch. Um, or in my case, my hammock because I sleep in a hammock in my living room. It's ugly as fuck, but it's the most comfortable sleeping surface I've ever found. Um, and, I, and I love playing games from it. Like it's incredible. Like it's just like – it's like all I need is like hookers and, you know – because uh, like I can I can play I, I can play on my laptop and I have the Mets game on the big screen and I'm laying in my hammock and I got booze and I got my chaser and I've, I've got a game on my laptop oh it's awesome but anyway let's get on with like the normal show so in somewhat abbreviated format I thought that all of that even though ranty though it was was material that should be covered at this point um and and look and look uh, to us for next week because I have a huge I've assembled I've spent months assembling this list of games for Linux that are twin stick games. You know, some of them are shooters, some of them are space shooters, some of them are side scrolling platformers. All of them are the best games that you can play in that fashion. Check us out next week for that. Okay, so let's get to our new and noteworthy. Um, we like I said, we'll have an abbreviated show because you know we only have ten minutes left. Um. Uh, new and noteworthy, uh, the following games, uh, came out, uh, this week that I, that kind of piqued my interest. One is called Cheats for Hire. That's C-H-E-A-T-S space four, as in the number four, hire, H-I-R-E. And Cheats for Hire is a, uh, high school cheating simulator. Put your cheating skills to the test and become a hero to your class. An increasing number of students are hopelessly flunking the exams at Travian High School. The only solution, cheating. With the help of the cheerleader, convince others, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, it, it looks like a demi-isometric, you know, kind of real-time uh, cheating simulator, which is something that I don't encourage because, you know, the only person that you cheat is yourself. But anyway, <laughs> that's $4.99. That's cheats for hire. Um, and we had, uh, Super Chibi Night. And I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it or what, but Super Chibi Night. The kingdom of, o- oh, I thought it said the kingdom of Otaku. Of Okaku is threatened by the spicy influence of General So. General So's chicken. Uh, it's General Sao's chicken, whatever, who cares? Citizens have placed their hope in a small knight who fits the requirements of ancient legends. Which path, which path will the Chibi Knight choose? Blah, blah, blah. It's a side-scrolling platformer, which I bought, but I've yet to play. It looks hyper-cartoony, um, with, uh, with all the, you know, uh, cool stuff that you expect from a side-scrolling, uh, platformer. You have a sword. Um, so very, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but super cartoony, anime style, um, very positive, 75 reviews, came out June 24th, um, Super Chibi Night, uh, is 10% off through July 1st, and that ends, uh, oh yeah, that ends July 4th, July 1st, it's 10% off at $8.99, um, I'll be playing that later on this week, and then finally in our new and noteworthy, we have... Uh, a game that I'm actually really excited about. Kind of really excited about. It's called Barony. B-A-R-O-N-Y. Um, and it's a 3D first-person roguelike that brings back the cryptic 
and intricate designs of classic roguelikes such as NetHack, but melds them with RPGs like Ultima Underworld, System Shock, and Daggerfall. And if you don't remember Daggerfall, um, cause like I, once again, as usual, I'm like one of six people who ever played Daggerfall. Daggerfall was a game with insane system requirements when it came out, but it was mind blowing and it was buggy as hell. But, um, anyway, the thing that really excites me about Barony, um, first of all, it's 15% off until June 30th at $5.94. Um, the thing that really excited me about Barony is, uh, meticulously narrowed out a complex and intuitive drag and drop interface to manage items, cooperative multiplayer for up to four players over internet or LAN. This is a first person roguelike dungeon crawler with co-op for four players over the internet. Hundreds of unique collectible items and loot, including several rare and mystical art, a chock full of secret areas, special levels, developer Easter eggs, and more. Bundled level editor, exposed assets, and simple file formats for easy hacking, modding, and tinkering. And we haven't had something like this yet made yet available for Linux through Steam. I mean, we've had other things that, you know, we could, we could do, like, especially, um, you know, speaking as one who ran a fucking humongous Minecraft server for over two years. Um, but you know, that was pretty much it. We haven't really had anything like, like this that we could do through Steam. So that's exciting. Um, and so to recap, we had Cheats for Hire, Super Chibi Night, C-H-I-B-I, uh, K-N-I-G-H-T, and then Barony, B-A-R-O-N-Y. And now, uh, for the deals, in abbreviated format, without, um, without the, uh, Without the deals music. I know, I know, everyone loves the deals music, but sorry. Uh, no time, no time for editing this week. Um, not worth it. First off, we have a game that, uh, has just come out of early access. I have yet to play it outside of its early access iteration. Uh, I've talked about it several times on the show. It is Kings of Kung Fu! Master of the Art! Yes. Kings of Kung Fu Master of the Art is a hell of a fun fighting game. Right now, it's 50% off. The offer ends July 2nd. It's $4.99, and it is newly out of early access. And the, the, community, the community behind Kings of Kung Fu has been huge, vociferous, and integral to the development process from the very beginning. Um, it's pretty exciting to see it finally come out. It is... Not the world's greatest fighting game, per se, but it is the world's greatest simulation of Tai Sung style, um, classic martial arts movies from the 70s through the early 90s. So that's Kings of Kung Fu, Master of the Art, um, and it has single player, multiplayer, uh, I've had a lot of fun with this game. Friends who've come over have had a lot of fun with this game. All in early access. I can't wait to play it now that it's finished and out. Um... So it's Kings of Kung Fu, uh, through, uh, God, what was it? Uh, uh, 50% off through July 2nd at $4.99. And I would say that even just the early access versions that I've played have been worth $4.99. So if, if you're into fighting games, or especially if you're into Tai Song classic Kung Fu, like Drunken Master, Drunken Master 2, you know, blah, 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 check out Kings of Kung Fu. Uh, up next we have a car combat. Um, racing game that came out on June 6th that I missed completely, um, called Mad Out. Uh, Mad Out right now, it, for the next 41 hours and 55 minutes, so 42 hours, so like the next two days-ish, um, 
is 35% off at $9.74. I, it, the reviews have been mixed on this. I've only played it for like an hour. Um, but I had a fun time playing it for the hour that I, I did play it. Um, I'll be making a video of this a little later on. You can look for it at bestlinuxgames.com. Um, it has a, has a weird feeling of being, unfinished like there's no intro cinema there's no tutorial there i mean there's a tutorial but it's really cursory anyway the game is very very pretty to look at it's i've had a lot of fun um so yeah that's mad out m-a-d-o-u-t uh and that is 35 percent off uh at nine dollars and 74 cents uh for the next 42 hours and then finally we have Empire Total War, and they have just a ton of bundles for this fucking thing. Empire Total War Collection is $8.74 for the next two days um, at 75% off. Uh, it includes Empire Total War, Empire Elite Units, Elite Units of the Americas, Elite Units of the East, Elite Units of the West, Special Forces Units and Bonus Content, Empire Total War, the Warpath Campaign, blah, 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 blah. Um, so it's like, it doesn't have Shogun 2, but there are other packages that are more expensive than this that, um, do. I think the most expensive one is, hang on, let's, let's, Let's see, Empire. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, I've lost control of the system. Ivor! Ivor! Crack producer Ivor Molina's on the case here. Um, let's see. Uh... Aha, here we go. Empire Total War. Empire Total War Collection. Uh, yeah, by the way, you can just get Empire Total War. Um, you can play it for free for the next 21 hours, but uh, next few days, Empire Total War, just the original game, is 75% off at $4.99. But here's what's crazy. Buy Total War The Grandmaster Collection for $41.24. That's 75% off. It includes 28 items. Medieval 2 Total War, Rome Total War, Empire Total War, Empire Total War, Special Forces Units, Empire, Empire, Empire Total War, Warpath Campaign, Empire Total War, Legions of the Americas, Empire Total War, Legions of the East, Napoleon Total War, Napoleon Total War, Heroes of the Napoleon, of course, Napoleon, Total War, Coalition Battle Act, Napoleon Total War, Shogun, Shogun 2, uh, Shogun 2, the Hattori Clan Pack, Shogun 2, the... And I'm only halfway through the list of shit that is included in that. Um, I have never played Total War. I've watched friends play Total War back when they originally came out on other systems. If you're into Total War, now looks like a great time to snap up all of them in one fucking throw. 28 items, 75% off, $41.24. Uh, nine items, 75% off, $29.99. That one includes Shogun 2, um, and Rome 2. Uh, the Total War Collection, which is $8.74, uh, does not include Rome Total War. So, there you go. And that, I think, is our show. Somewhat ranty and somewhat abbreviated, but we we uh, had a good time. Next week, we will be doing, and I've been just dying to put this feature together. It's, been, it's taken so long. Um, tons and tons of work has gone into this. Um, the best twin stick games you can play for Linux. 
Check us out next Saturday. Visit us on bestlinuxgames.com. Subscribe to, uh, friend us on Steam, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, look out for my book, Blue Wizards About to Die on Amazon, which should be out this week, finally, for the first time in 10 years as an ebook. Uh, cheers. Thanks for listening. And keep gaming on, bitches! The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.